Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. Welcome to Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. This is Dr. Dan. Freedom Forum Radio is for you, faithful listeners, no matter who you voted for or what political party you belong to. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is not about politics. It's about principle. It's not about candidates. It's about conscience and the Constitution. Like the name implies, this is a program about freedom, individual freedom, your freedom, where it comes from, what it means to you, and most importantly, how to hang on to it. This is part three of a very special conversation on Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum with Hayden Duncan. Well, I know they can. I mean, they can help liberty-minded candidates get votes, Mm -hmm. but they're still bucking a huge dollar disadvantage that the establishment has. Oh yeah. And that's something that's tough to that's tough to get around. I'm encouraged by what you're telling me that there are you have an increasing attendance at young Republicans meeting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I have spoken to a lot of young Republican meetings over the last four or five years or so, and the attendance has been pretty sparse. On campuses. Yeah. And and for a long time, it was this apathy. But I think that young people are, are seeing the real-life real examples of how they've been deceived, about how these decisions are going to affect their lives, their parents' lives, and their children's lives. And, and they're ready for the opportunity to voice their concerns. And they're ready for an organization or, or some group to give them the ability to express these concerns and to do something about it. And I think, I mean, it's just been in the last year or so, even maybe two years, that we've seen attendance really rise. And I think young people are fed up of being deceived and lied to. I think it's their understanding that to change things, they're going to have to get involved. They're going to have to start working and doing things and they understand that to do that, they need like-minded folks. And that's why I think that these organizations are growing so large. One of the most important things that is protected in the Constitution are private property rights and uh, the right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is really the moral and constitutional basis for individual freedom. So I would think that people like yourself... Uh, would be starting to understand and work hard to get your peers 
to grasp onto private property rights, and I'm not saying in the greed sense, because your private property is your 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 land, your home, your possessions, the ideas of your mind, the work of your hands, as well as your life itself. I mean, there's that's was that is the concept of private property of our founders. You know, our founders believed yes, your private property is not just what you put have in your pocket. It's what you make with your hands, what you think with your brain. Your life is part of your private property. This is a concept that is that is critical to our freedom. Um, and that's one of the reasons that liberal programs are really the antithesis of what our founders in, envisioned for our country. Because those programs involve the theft of my property to give to others. And so when you were saying free health care, that is the theft of private property from others, whether it's from physicians who provide the health care or from the people who are paying more to the people who are not paying anything or who are getting it for free. So this kind of wealth redistribution, is that something that's on the radar of college students? Well, I think so. I think uh, for a long time, it, this mantra of of the rich are evading their fair share, and and that the rich are these mean, nasty folks, ha- has been propagated onto us by this liberal left. And so, for a long time, uh, you know, my generation grew up really resenting these these rich folks that they talked about. And so, it wasn't until I think Obamacare, that they really understood that these funds maybe necessarily didn't come from the rich. It came from them having to pay higher premiums. It was from them having to buy coverage that they didn't want and they didn't choose to have from this free idea that they were sold. They were sold on this that that they would receive free health care because the rich would pay for it. And when it came down to implementation, it it came down that they were paying stuff out of pocket. They were paying for health care plans that they didn't necessarily, necessarily choose or want. And I think that it's taken real-world examples to show them that, that wealth distribution doesn't just affect the 1% or 2%. It affects them, and it affects the middle class hard. One of the problems coming out of Washington, D.C. is regulations and I know you understand that the regulations are being made by people who are unelected. Mm-hmm. When Congress passes laws, uh, they don't really spell out the regulations. They turn it over to an agency and then a bunch of bureaucrats over whom we have absolutely no control whatsoever. They're the ones who sit down there and start writing regulations. Thousands and thousands and thousands of regulations. What do those regulations do to your life? They make our life uh, immensely harder. I know that my dad owns a small business, and he's had to cut employees. He's gone from a position that that he gets to manage his business and explore opportunities for his business to basically becoming a a full-time government dealing with representative from his business. And so I think that maybe necessarily the ones in college don't understand this as as well as people who have graduated. 
but they're having a harder time finding jobs because regulations are, are cutting the, the ability of manufacturing in America and especially people that already had jobs before this big uh, legislation rolled out, these, these government mandates. They saw their jobs drastically change. They saw themselves go from representatives of their company to the public to representatives from their company to the government. And I think that's very frustrating to, to the ones that already have jobs. But I think it's even more frustrating to the ones that are graduating or that haven't graduated that are losing jobs because of this government red tape and these, this government regulation. And I think that in good time that, that the majority of my generation will understand just how, how many jobs this affects. But until they're out there in that workforce looking for work, I think that it, it's going to take a while to hit home. So they're in college, and you're in college. You're kind of in—I don't want to say La La Land, but you're in the Big Rock Candy Mountain or something. You're—you're basically you're, most of your needs are met, and it's that hard reality that sets in when you graduate and you go out and you try to find a job, and then you try to earn enough money to have a place to live, put food on the table, and the like. That's when this reality kind of sets in. It's kind of a, is that battle between the free market and centralized government planning at the two, you know, at, at the extremes. But to me, the free market is the best way of achieving upward mobility. How do you sell that to, how do you sell that to your peers? I think it goes back to this fundamental drive for, for these choices that, these young people want the ability to have a say in the choices that affect their lives. And the free market gives them choices. You know, before Obamacare, you, you had so many more choices of health care plans. And maybe my generation doesn't realize this because we, we never really grew up in the, in the pre-Obamacare health care plan. It was always taken care of by our parents or whatever. But when you see these massive government regulations plan economically an industry, you start to see your choices in whatever industry that is really start to dry up. And I think that the the people of my generation that were out and had their own coverage before Obamacare passed, I think they really understand that. Maybe their, their plan that they had that worked for them has ceases to exist. Their, their ability to choose a plan that fits their needs and their wants dried up because a government planned for them one or two plans that they thought would be best. They played Big Brother and gave them the choice that they thought was best and really dried up their choices in this market. And I think that my generation is starting to understand that. Whenever the government moves into a certain industry of the economy, their choices to choose whatever product or service or whatever they want really begin to dwindle. You know, a lot of the regulations we're seeing involve the environmental area, okay? Now, I know that young people like to get out. A lot of them go out and hike around and ride their bikes and things like that. 
do you think that your peers understand the impact of environmental regulations beyond, look, we know it's you can't drive down the road and throw garbage out of the car. You know, you can't spill oil all over the road and all that other kind of stuff. I mean, those are common sense things. You know, you take care of your environment. Uh, you don't. That's what you got to do. But the environmental regulations from Washington go way beyond that. They are ruining our industry. They are so restrictive that home building is affected. Though everything, do you think that your peers understand the impact of environmental regulations, the Endangered Species Act, and things like that, for instance? Maybe not necessarily now, but I, I am optimistic that they will. Um, you know, we, for a long part of our lives, we've been deceived by the left uh, that if we didn't support these environmental protection precautions that they thought were best, that the environment would would dry out and it would get immensely hot and it would become unstable and we were unpatriotic if we didn't support these measures to protect our environment. But when you get out and start to build a home and apply for a septic tank permit and, and apply to build your house or, or, or really do any of this, go to buy a car, that's when these folks of my generation, I think, will finally understand that maybe this red tape, these environmental restrictions, definitely immensely affect their lives. This, this red, unnecessary red tape, these redundant red tapes, really affect the cost of them building their first home or putting in a septic tank or buying a car or making you know, a life-changing decision or even a small decision. I think that's when they're going to realize just how absurd some of these environmental regulations are. Let's, let's go to government eavesdropping on your personal life. Is that important to you? Definitely. And I think this is one of the areas that really hit home for my generation. We grew up on, on cell phones, and for whatever reason, that, that became a large part of our lives. Social media became a large part of our lives. And, you know, I think that for a large part, the average American and the average member of my generation understood that, that there was some government chaperoning occurring. But I don't think that it really hit us just to the depths of, of which they were playing this Big Brother type until maybe the Snowden event. You know, I, I don't think that the average teenager or, or college kid or post-college grad understood that the NSA can go and read your text messages. They can go through your pictures. They can stalk your Facebook, your Instagram, or whatever you have with, with really just a whim. And I think that really hit home to us that if they have the ability to, to do all this from their computer with, with just a whim or a worry to do so, what else could they do? And I think that really hit home to my generation. So Snowden to you is a hero. You know, I wouldn't necessarily say hero, but I, I would say a major wake-up call for our generation. Um, I personally don't. I think you could have gone about sharing that information with Americans a better way. But I think that it was a major wake-up call, and, and he, he gave a much-needed wake-up call to 
to the average American and, and most definitely the average young American. I agree with you, of course, that, I mean, this is enormous uh, unconstitutional government overreach. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the government has no business spying on its citizens. That's what they did, and dictatorships do that. Uh, and for older people, for instance, who may have a cell phone and may or may not have a computer and use a telephone in their home, it's just not a major issue. But your generation lives electronically. Mm-hmm. You communicate more electronically than you do in person. And so I would think this would be an absolute, uh, incredibly bad thing in the minds of young people. Mm-hmm. I can't see how you think it's how anyone would think it's good in your generation. And for, I mean, honestly, don't know anybody who thinks that this is a good idea. You know, there definitely needs to be precautions in place uh, to prevent a terrorist attack or whatever. But reading a a teenager's text messages to his friend to hang out on Friday night, when when does this become overkill? And I think for my generation, it took something like the Snowden event and the leaking of just this appalling government big brothership to, to really wake us up and show us how far the government has protruded into our individual liberties. Well, how much privacy are you willing to give up for security? How much are you personally willing to give up for security? Can they read read my text messages to make you more secure? Can Can they decide, well, that guy over there may be a terrorist because of whatever criteria they set up? So they can read his text messages? Is that okay? And definitely not. I mean, I think our founders created a system that a warrant was necessary. Uh, some sort of, of cause on behalf of the, the government for concern had to be showed before they could supervise or, or search anybody's person for information. This unwarrantless just chaperoning basically of citizens is not okay um you know there there should be precautions made available you know you shouldn't be able to just walk on an airplane uh with a a gun strapped to your hip necessarily but you know does reading jake's text messages to emily is that okay and i don't for a large part my generation would say i would like to think that they would say no I'm sure you've read 1984 by George Orwell. No. (laughs) Well, you definitely need to because that's the society we live in today. Uh, It's a society in which the government oversees every aspect of your life electronically. Mm -hmm. Uh, When he wrote this, we didn't have all of the electronic devices. He sort of figured that we might eventually based upon what he knew. That concludes this part of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Tune in next week as we conclude this conversation with Hayden Duncan. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Oh, me the wind. Oh, 
Choctaw. Call me original sin. Call me railroad steel. Call me the mojo man. They call them muddy waters. And people I just love to hear that old man sing. Yeah, when I play the hoochie-coochie man I get joy in everything Everything, everything Everything gonna be all right this morning 